Quiet please. It is time to listen. A sexy and hysterical genius is about to speak. This is unwavering. Toxic masculinity from the dude's den. And here we are uh, in a room full of God family country. I am Kevo, your host. Unwavering toxic masculinity from the dude's den. It's a Tuesday. I don't know what I think it's a Tuesday night. And I am happy to be here, excited. So last week, I got to go to Louisiana Tech, which is about 30 miles from, from us. And uh, 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 dude, y'all know, I talk about dude a lot. Uh, my beautiful, handsome, amazing English bulldog was asked to come out and greet students and hang out. You know, just, you know ideas. Some college students, you know, they're away from family. They don't see family. And what's more like like smile inducing than a big fat roly-poly english bulldog you know so dude was invited to come out and me and mary went out we hung out and uh students came by everybody was so amazing uh students came out and petted dude and just loved on him etc and tonight's guest that's how we met so uh, i know uh I, i call him jay but uh, 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 Jaquel Whitaker, he had came over and petted dude. And I'm not to this moment, man, I still don't know how we even began talking, but somehow we began talking and here we are. Dude, you have no idea how much it means for you to come from Rustin to sit with me and do this. It's amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, no, anytime, anytime. So, Remember, talk, right, get, right? Yeah, all right. There Anytime. you go. There you go. So, uh, you go to Louisiana. How long have you been in Louisiana Tech? Oh, um, I've been there since um, 2020. 2020. So, and your major is? Biology. See, I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. Just curious, uh, you know, your your take on things. But, um, so, a little bit about your background. You went to high school where? Um, in Shreveport. It's called Southwood. Southwood, Southwood yeah. School. Okay. And then you, you graduated high school what year? Um, 2020. And then did what? Once I graduated in the yeah. 2020? Well, you know, it was COVID year, so we graduated. Boy, late. what a messed up year. How was graduation during a COVID year? Did y'all walk? Did you do all that stuff? Well, um. I well, didn't think about that. Basically, it was like in July. Well, we graduated uh. <laughs> late, late July. It was like July 27, 28. It was like the weirdest day. It was like on a Tuesday. So almost time for your first year of college to start. Basically, yes. Damn. <laughs> that is messed up. So, so did y'all get to walk and do a ceremony or what? Oh, yes. We had a whole ceremony. It was the only different thing than, um, you know, the past years was it was outside. You ever heard of the Independence Bowl? In oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's where we had it at. Okay. So, y'all were outside because at the t- we're not at this particular moment. We're not picking on COVID people. We're just saying they did it outside because they thought people would be safer outside, right? Basically, about half of us, we didn't even have on masks because okay. we didn't have on my. Then we still, when we took a picture with the president, not the president, well, this high school, the principal. The principal, I got you. Um, she didn't have on her mask when we took the picture, so um, I kept mine off because I'm like, we, if we're gonna get it, we're gonna get it anyway. So I just, I just kept it off. Yeah, you seem like a, again. Don't know this, but what we've met and taught, you seem like number one, you're in pretty peak physical condition. You seem like you're pretty good health. 
you seem like you could handle a cold. I'm not by any means, don't everybody jump down my throat, saying that, no, I know people got ill. I know that. But I'm just saying, you seem like somebody that's like, it's just, um, you weren't overwhelmingly concerned about it, it seems like. No, it really wasn't. My grandma was. I stayed with her the whole time during COVID. She was. That's because a lot of people in our family died. But yeah. me, I personally wasn't really concerned about it. I was like, because if I'm going to catch it, I'm, I mean, I'm just going to catch it. So I really wasn't concerned about it. Did you just, so you say you're not concerned about it. Was it more just like, well, you know, if I catch it, I'm young, I'm in great shape. I, it It's not going to affect me. I mean, that was your mindset, right? It's not going to affect you like it would older people. Right. Or I was like, if it does, I mean, everything happens for a reason. I, I just tried not to worry about it. That's Dude, what a mindset to have at that age, too. You've got so much going on. It's like, why make myself sick over this? And I was 18 at the time. Yeah, so, but, um, yeah, I really didn't worry about it. I really wasn't scared. Anything. Dude, that is a, you, you understand, I don't know if anybody's told you or reminded you, but that's a, that's a, that's a very, very man's mindset to just say, I'm not going to let this consume me. I mean, we've got, I've got other things. You, I mean, 18, man. And I know it's just a jacked up year for you with the COVID stuff, but you had great things on the horizon. Why let that fear keep you inside a room? Or like, no, no way. So, because basically all the summer, what I did was, like, even though I already took the ACT, I studied to take it again and I got a higher score. Oh, did you? Yes. So, when you take the ACT, uh, what did you get the first time? The first time, the very first time was like a uh, 15. Okay. You you was probably just dicking off. You probably wouldn't even try no, to, weren't you? You was just like, I don't know. I'm just up here. We dude. didn't even know we were supposed to take it. I mean, they okay. just randomly threw it on us. I was like, hey, well, look, this weekend we're taking I, ACT. So. Shit, I guess I'm taking ACT this weekend. Basically, I didn't study or nothing because I was like in a sophomore then. So. Okay. Oh, sophomore high school when you took it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you didn't. So what did you make second time? The second time was like a 17, and then, okay. you know, um, Louisiana Tech took me in it when I had the Good. 17 because Good. my higher scores was math and English. So and then the third time was, you know, that summer, and I went from like a 17 to like a 23. Yeah. So I had a huge – Damn, so wait, you went from 15 to 17 to 23. Yeah, so what, what it was is – Dude, that's a hell of a jump. So, Good job. It's weird how that happened. So – um. Before I actually went to um tech, I met like we had the roommate thing, trying to find roommates. Yeah. I already had a roommate, but this other dude who happens to be right across, we got to know each other like real close and everything. Mm-hmm. We was we we had got so cool, so we text the um director of housing or whatever, asked him can he swap us so we can be roommates. And me and him, we we got to talk. You just hit it off. Yeah, we just hit it off. It That's wasn't good. even planned. We so. He happens to, you know, study for ACT. I was like, you know what? I'm going to study too. So we studied together. Hey, damn, you kind of one inspired the other, right? Basically, in a way. Yes. That's awesome. And then it was much finer studying together because. Well, hell yeah. Some stuff that I didn't know he knew and some stuff he didn't know I know knew. So um, introduced to a new method of doing anything is fun, especially something boring and mundane and just yeah. monotonous. And so you joined the military. At what point did you go into the army? Well, that wasn't planned either. I mean, that that just kind of happened as well. That was never planned. Damn, used- dude. You do a lot. Of- <laughs> yeah. We're not getting a tattoo. I mean, I've, yeah, I know tattoos are real white trash, as you can tell, of course. But yeah, I, I mean, I've, I'll get one, but I don't, we're, I'm going to do everything I can to not get you a tattoo tonight. <laughs> Since you don't, you just do shit, don't plan it. But, 
But that's awesome. So how did that happen? So um, I remember like it was yesterday. So we was in Tyler River Hall. You know what Tyler River Hall at on Tech campus? Sure. So like where we yeah, was. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Right. That glass building looking. So um, we was in. I was in Tyler River Hall studying, studying for a math math test. I remember. So we had this one recruiter. He works for Tech. Um, he was passing to every table. Hey, um, join the National Guard. Free. Free college, free tuition, free this, free that, free that. Just passing them around to everybody. Right. Just walking, passing. Didn't stop just passing them. I don't know what he saw in me, but once he got to me, he stopped. And we had a whole conversation. And I was going to, um, you know, push him off. I was like, all right, I'll get back to you. He got my all my contact information. I tried to avoid him. Like, <laughs> as me trying to avoid him. I like, just, like it's a salesman. Shit, there he is again. I tried to avoid him, but it, it's funny. I've seen him everywhere I would go, even on campus, off campus. I would see this man all the time. I was like, it must be a sign that I see him. It's I'm, almost like either you're stalking me or this is a sign. One of the two. Coincidence. <laughs> so, so I funny, was like, man. you know what? I'm, I said, you know what? I'm a, um, I said, I'm going to go and have a talk with him. So what I did, I had a talk with him. Took the fake, fake ass vibe. The practice one, and then he said, well, if you take it, you'll get a 31. I was like, okay, whatever. So we went to MEPS. You know what MEPS is? No, what is? It stands for Military Entrance Processing Station or something like that. Okay. Basically, before you get into the military, everybody, no matter where branch goes there. But I went there to take the ASVAB, and the first time I did not try at all. I got like a 23. Uh, so what's the ultimate, like what's the highest potential score on that? I'm 99. Oh, okay. So no, you really did. Okay, all right. So I you did didn't try. try. Okay. He was like, "How did you make this high score in your ACT?" But you couldn't make this. I was like, "Let me be honest with you. I just did this so you can't, so you can leave me alone." Yeah, I'd really like you to quit stalking me. So he was like, "Well, we can try again in thirty days." I was like, "Yeah, we might. I don't know." Yeah. So I wasn't gonna do it, but he kept being consistent, and I kept seeing him afterwards. So I was like, "Okay, well, let's go again." Then I got like a. If I'm not mistaken, it was like a 50-something or a 60-something. I, I don't remember, but I know it qualified me for the um, GI Bill in the kicker. And the kicker is when they send you extra money on a GI Bill. So I had to get like a, over a 50. I actually tried the second time. The first time, though, I just went through doing stuff. Right. And so after that, um, we did the paperwork. and So so I pause there. How much paperwork is it? I, so I, I, I've never had someone say those words so it immediately made me think how much would it be like if you had to guess how many times you signed your name what would you say oh um if you just had to guess at least i'm not i'm not been over exaggerating about 70 wow it's it's like it's real that's it's like crazy a thick amount of, it's, like, it's like real thick the paper and then yeah, it's a lot of shit uh. you do all you do all of it with the recruiter then once you actually go and swear in you still do a whole lot of paperwork there too. So, ah, so it's kind of two, several different scenarios of paperwork. Oh, and it don't stop there. Once you go to like basic training, Damn. you do a lot of paperwork. Your first week you're there, you do a lot of paperwork there. And then once you get ready um to leave, go back home, you do a lot of paperwork. So it's always paperwork, no matter what. It's always, and we still doing paperwork. Still doing I'm say, so confused. I mean, like, I don't know. Are you supposed to have copies of all that shit? Oh yes, yes. Oh, whoever listening, um, if they ever join the military, do not lose your copies. Don't don't lose them because now I gotta ask. Here we go. Do you say that from experience? Did you lose something or no? I know people that lost. They did. Was it See, bad? 
I was always told because I had people who was actually in it. Yes, this one this one dude, he was supposed to get like a $25,000 bonus. Right. His recruiter told him that, hey, you're getting a bonus. Okay. Um, apparently, it wasn't in writing. And he oh, didn't read his contract. He's still to this day fighting for his bonus. And he's been in two years, almost three years. Still have not got his $25,000 bonus or 20000 however much it was. Now, you and I have spent very little time together, but we've had some, we really have had some good conversation in the little bit of time we spent together. And one thing I said, it's like I told my wife, I was like, it's like, this is such a good man. Like he's, he's witty. He's very funny. He's not taking, and, and it's just what you said a minute ago about the COVID thing. Like, I'm not going to let the, you, you don't seem to let anything over stimulate you seriousness wise. Like, you don't, you're not taking everything so serious. You're just able to, to just, smile and have a little fun in anything so so um so being being that having said that your 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 friend that lost his bonus right would you have the smoking red ass like how would you react if you got a letter that said hey you know you lost this paperwork but if you had it you was gonna get a big bonus i mean like I've just listened to you talking earlier about well, when when I was checking out the clothes, you were like, "Hold up, bring that back, come here." <laughs> and I I could just see you going, uh, "Time out, do f- do what?" <laughs> yeah, I could just see you having the red ass about that. Yeah, I would have. Um, I probably would have flashed. Been an issue. <laughs> I would have. I would have flashed out. But the best of thing, he did not read his paperwork. Like he didn't look at none of the paperwork before he signed. That's what. I, um, that's basically what I was telling him. He was telling me, um. Well, I'm going to get it. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. You don't think you're going to get that bonus because. Yeah. And right now you're right, huh? I know I'm right. And you hate to be right in that situation. Like you wish you weren't, but. Sometimes people should know the truth. Truth hurts. You're exactly right, brother. Hey, I'm five foot four and I wished I was taller, but I'm not. I'm five foot seven and I wish I was taller. Yeah. I'm just not going to be. And it it hurts sometimes, but damn, it is what it is. It is. Yeah. So, so you're still in the National Guard. Yes. I'm still in. I have four more years. So how does that work? Like, so you, you, uh, on weekends, uh, every other weekend, when we get a month, what, like, tell me what, how that works. So it's like, actually one weekend out of a month, but you know, since we're deploying very soon, um, it's been more frequent. What do you mean deploying a, very soon? Where? Kuwait. Why? Why are you going to Kuwait? I did not. Okay. So this is all right. Big news. It's just, Why are you um, going to Kuwait? It's basically a rotation thing. Like, basically, um, I don't think we have, like, if I may be wrong, but I don't think it's, like, permanent people that's actually stationed over there. Uh, okay, okay. So, units go, like, so. That just kind of rotation yes. kind of thing? Okay. It's not combat. It's not combat at all. Okay, or, or at least we hope not. Yeah, no, you hope not anything like that happens, right? No. We don't get we don't get a combat patch for it. So, um, okay. we, oh, nine sure. months, somebody be over there for nine months. Right. Then a unit replaced. Uh, we're we're going to replace a unit, and there's going to be a unit coming to replace us. We may be over there the whole nine months. We may not, but it won't be no more than nine months. So that's basically why. At first, I was iffy about going. Uh, uh I can imagine why. Because yeah. of school, but um, I saw all the benefits, and I talked to a lot of people that went uh, like, last year. And I was like, "You're like you're gonna make this worth. You might as well make it worth your while, right?" I'm gonna I'm gonna get all my money and the benefits. Yeah, I couldn't turn it down no more. So, dude. See, wise beyond your years. Just seriously, again, I want to tell everybody the conversation that me and Jay had 
uh, and by the way, Jaquel Whitaker, right? That that's that's your name. You can call me Jay. Okay, but Jay's okay. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I don't uh, care. So Jay, the conversation we had. Uh, just standing out there at Louisiana Tech that day, it was just, I just couldn't, but like, I was literally shocked that I was having such in-depth conversation with a college student, because it seems there is, you know, I'm not, I'm not, it's, it's, it's like you said a minute ago, you know, some, sometimes things are just the way they are, what they are. College students today seem to kind of have a, a stigma about them. Yes. Yeah, not 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 black college students, not white college students. It's normal. College students. It's coming all seem to have, right, that's right. Seem to have a stigma about them. And it, it, tell me if I'm wrong. No, you're right. <clears throat> the stigma right. seems to be that they're 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 weak, uh they're frail, uh they're 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 very tender as far as feelings and this like and and dude, you are one hundred percent the opposite. Now we all know there's an outlier in every situation, right? Oh, yes, I mean, yes. humans are born with two legs. Sometimes you get somebody born with one leg. It doesn't mean that people are born with one leg. It just means something happened. And with you, you're that outlier. You're that something happened because never when we were having a conversation, I, I even said to you know, when we left, I said to my wife, I said. I am so unbelievably impressed by that man's just that that young man's presence, his 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 wittiness, his conversation, his education. Like he's just he's going places. Like like tech, y'all don't screw this up. Y'all have men like this that need to be out and about being leaders. Like I hope when you get back, maybe you decide to get involved in student government because I'm telling you. You could, the sky's the limit for you, man. Just what little bit of time I was around you, you're very charismatic and 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 it's contagious. Like people, I wanted to keep talking to you. That's a rare trait, man. Anybody ever told you that? Well, um, honestly. <laughs> well, no, I just kind of don't know what to say now. No, no, I, no I don't think that's awesome, man. ever told me that, but I know people well, have They told need me. to remind you that. Man. I have an old soul is what people tell no, me. There ain't a doubt about it that that's accurate but you yeah, do it's, people say i have an old soul they say I don't you have, have a very grown-up demeanor about you you don't seem like you should be 21 22 years old at all yeah, yeah everybody think i'm older i was like oh i up. honestly if you never told me your age and obviously you look very good so that's it's not about what you look like it's about listening to you having a conversation with you talk about things i would have said you were 32 34 this is that people be i like, would have said that i wouldn't have, yeah that's exactly what I was gonna say. People be like, um, "That's not how you look." It's like, yeah, that's how I carry myself. Yeah, I mean, you're now. very. Yeah, again, we, we talked about earlier. I mean, obviously, you're in the National Guard. Not everybody in the guards fit, but you you seem to be. Yes, everybody's oh, the, definitely not. Yeah. Hit. So, so do you, how often do you fire weapons? Is that something you do on regularly? Do you uh, do it during base training? Don't do it much. What, what what's the deal? Well, every year we have to qualify our weapon. Well, we have to you know qualify. Mm-hmm. What's I'm not ashamed to say we, no. in um April when it was April. Yes, that was April. Mm-hmm. We went to the range to qualify. I did not qualify. I'm not ashamed of um I'm not qual- I didn't qualify and I'm not ashamed of it because Well no, you didn't do I 
I mean, it's been a while. I'm not making excuses, but it's, it was a while before yeah. I did it. And I was like, all right, I don't think I'm going to qualify that good after five times. But the thing is, that wasn't really, that didn't really set me back because, like, once we go to our three weeks of training, I'm going back out there and I right. will qualify. So, so what does it take? So, what, what, is the, what is the end result to say, okay, I qualified? What, what do you have to do? So, you shoot 30. Um, let me see. Thirty-eight shots. Okay. You have to make twenty-three. Uh, so, so like you're grouping them or something? Oh, that's see, that's zero. That's that's the zero range you're talking about. So okay. first you zero, but you don't have to really qualify to zero. That's just make sure you zero in your weapon. Okay. But after that, it's targets that pop up. It's like um. Oh, okay. So single shots. You got thirty-eight targets. You need to shoot twenty of them. Something like that? 23. 23, yes. okay. But okay. it's like pop-up targets. Pop-up, if you shoot it, it goes down. Even it may go down if you don't shoot it. Okay, it, may, like it stays time. up for time. Okay, time targets. Yeah, they, they like shit up. you do at Disney with the Buzz Lightyear gun and stuff. Yeah, so it's like 50, <laughs> 50 100, <laughs> 200. Yeah, you have ah. different meters. You just have to shoot. Where's this at? Um, what, this Where did you at, do it? Um, Camp Bogart. It's in, in the um, South Louisiana. Pineville. Yeah. Pineville, yeah. Can you take a civilian out there let me shoot? I think you can. I think. Do you think that could really happen? I think you can. I can. I can check on it for you. We Please do shoot. that, dude. Yeah, I will drive. I got the gas money and the lunch. If if that can happen, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. And you and I are gonna live stream from there if they'll let us. Yeah, I'm I don't try. know if we're getting trouble or not. No, we'll we try. would. We would. We would. <laughs> Perfect. We wouldn't get in trouble. I'm sure. Yeah, you said we would or wouldn't. We wouldn't. Oh shit, man! You we got this. They then. not they not as strict as you think they are. So I'm I'm good. I'm I'm a. I don't know what I would call myself shot, but let's just say I'm I'm a good shot. I'm a pretty good shot at yeah, 75 sure. yards. Probably- Here's the problem. After 75 yards, I don't know, so duck. I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is uh, just get low. Uh, shit, I don't know after that. But 75 yards, I am, again, I'm not, you know, I, I don't see a rapist coming at my grandchildren either. So adrenaline and all those things probably make a hell of a different, you, you know, factor in real life, but if we're target shooting at 75 yards, I'm pretty dang good. But, again, it's weird how right after that you go 80 yards, it's like, shit, what am I doing now? It's just it, odd. I think you call it trigger They call it trigger control or something. You know, you get the shaking and Well, stuff. mine's a depth perception. Oh, so like... I just, so, I just recently got glasses for the first time. So, it, with what I do for a living, uh, I get... Like you, you had to qualify, right? I have to do kind of the same thing. And so I had to get qualified on a piece of equipment. And when I got to one aspect of it, I couldn't see what I needed to do. And at that moment, I was like, this is not good. I uh, I can't see what I need to do. I never like thought well, I need glasses. I was convinced, y'all got to change the color of that. Because that black on black, you can't see what you need to do. When it was essentially... Hold up. Go get your eyes checked. And I went and got them checked, got glasses, and it was like, holy crap, I can see, see the, now. The whole universe. Oh, it's amazing. It's uh, unbelievable the difference it was. So I get that. I'm not ashamed to say it either. And I, I'm a you know long-time crane operator, and I call myself a damn good crane operator. But when it got to that black crate on top of black crate and getting them to line up perfect, I could uh, 40 foot away i couldn't i couldn't tell you what i need to do no, had no idea that, that humbled me a lot oh yeah i went and got them eyes checked i would tell you do you wear glasses 
I don't. You don't. So have you ever had eyes checked? I had them checked. I, we get them checked every year. Oh, my, in the military? Is, yes, 2020. Dude, I think about that. Yeah. It's 2020. Yeah. So, so do you have a specialty in the military? It's like there's something that you specialize in or with guard? It's not. Do you have an MO or, or like a, or a job? Yeah, they, they call go. it. They call it MOS. Just, okay, MOS. MOS. That's right. That's right. Well, I'm an 88 Mike. It's a um. Truck. What you what now? 88 Mike. What did you call my mama? Huh? <laughs> what you call my mama? 88 Mike. That sounds like a football play. Yes, it, like it hot does. route. 88 Mike, hot but, route. But what is it? A truck driver. Why don't they just call it a truck driver? Why do they, why they got a cutesy it? And um, I'm going to ask you, how many times have you... So what's wrong with the military day? How <laughs> many times do you think I have did my actual job after training? After So do you have a CDO? Oh, you don't have to have one. Okay, you don't have that. Okay. I can get one if I want to. All right, so how many times do I feel like you've actually done that job after training? I'm going to say once. I don't know if this counts. That, that, that one time you're talking, well, they had me drove the truck to go get gas, but that was it. That's I have, it? I have never been on no missions. I was supposed to go on one. I was excited to go on one. Next thing you know, well, yeah, we got somebody else. They took you off. I was like, what the? So I have never did my job, but once we get deployed, I'm sure I'm going to actually get to learn my job because I never get to do it. I could see you right now. Like, Bitch, who did you get? How are they better than me? What the hell's going on? Man. And a lot of people say, you score high on your ass, but why did you pick this job? I was like, I, I, the bonus, the money. Oh, oh, okay. So I was going to ask with that comment, why did you? But there you go. You got it. They gave us a um. It's all a about bonus. that. You're young. That's See, that mindset, hey, I'm young. I'll do whatever. Let me just build that build that capital. It was like a $20,000 bonus because they said a lot of people wasn't going in a job. They needed people. Damn. I was like, yep, yeah, run me my money. $20,000 bonus. It was, taxed. it was taxed, but I don't care. So when, growing up, did you uh, did you have the, the traditional nuclear families? Your mom, dad, what, what, how'd you grow up? Well, see, um, I had, you know, a lot of people had their moms and not their dads. Right. It was the opposite for me. My dad, well, by me being my dad's only child, I'm sure they played a major part in it. I'm, you know, my dad's only child on my dad's side. Right. Him and my mom, they was married, but they got um, a divorce when I was like seven, I guess. Right. When I was like seven. So, um, yeah. I Which, basically do you remember? Like a, so, I, I, to hold that thought, because I want to know all about yeah. this, you don't mind. But at seven, they get divorced. Do you remember that being difficult, or were you just like, eh, it, okay? It really wasn't. I wouldn't say it was difficult when they did get a divorce because they basically was separated like all that time. Okay. Okay. But um yeah, I know they basically was separated all the time. They didn't bad talk each other. In they front did of me. they got along. They dude, that's awesome. Somewhat awesome. I wouldn't say all right. the time, but they kept it away from me. But th- how incredible that is though that adults can do that. The, you know, and not involve the child is. But it, apparently, they got into a fight when me and my sister was like uh-oh. one or two years old. But we don't remember that. We don't. Remember okay, that. well then, you I, know, I don't remember. Thank it God, at all. so you ain't got to worry about memories and anxiety over it. Don't you PTSD? You ain't got to worry about all that. But um, this may sound bad, but I'm glad that happened because when I have kids, I will make sure they won't go through the same thing. Dude, that is not sound. See. You know what that sounds like? What? Fucking intelligence. Yeah. Sorry, I said the F word. No, no, no. You're I was good. one. I know you don't care, but I try, I'm trying really hard. I, today in prayer, this morning, when I did my time with God on the Hallow app, by the way, uh, it's one thing I, I talked about was not having to feel like I have to use those words to 
enhance my sentence. But sometimes it sounds better. And right there, it was so like that was such a smart, intelligent thing to say. Like I'm not gonna sit and talk about the oh poor pitiful me. That, that no, I'm gonna use someone else's. It happens all the time. People fail at marriage. They fail at this. I'm gonna use that to make sure I never, ever put my children through something that would be like that's just intelligence but no even if me and the mother is not together i will still make sure my child has both parents right because you know the importance of it is it you've seen it it's important yes so uh so your your mom and dad divorce at seven Mm. uh do you primarily do you mind me asking this you primarily live with mom dad Dad. okay dad so dad was in your life so here's here's what i say when you say that, I say to myself, that makes sense. It makes sense. What if I sit like what if I sit right here and said about you? I did not know that either. I did not know it was primarily your dad, right? You never told me that. I had seen somebody that seems very disciplined, that seems like lazy is not a word that anybody could probably use about you ever. Uh somebody that smart like I have this saying with my grandchildren, and, and you know, you've gotten to meet the 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 crazy one tonight. You've got to spend a little time with her. She nuts, I'm telling you. Uh, but Jay can tell y'all, I'm not just making that up. Like she is beautiful soul, but she's crazy. And uh, but I've said you're gonna you're gonna have a brain in your head, a smile on your face, and God in your heart. In this house, you're gonna you're gonna use the brain in your head. You're gonna have a smile on your face. You're gonna have God in your heart. There's yeah, you know, and, and that's that's only right, right? And so it just seems like maybe maybe your dad or family didn't use that mantra, but that ex- that's exactly what I feel when I see you. But honestly, um, this this is probably a little bit off topic. No, no. When I was like, um, ain't no off topic on this thing. When I was like in elementary and middle school, this person you see today. Oh no! It was no. That's not off topic. That's, I think that's right on topic. So in middle school, were you kind of doing that rebellion thing? Are you being like a badass? What, what were you doing? Oh, I was a terrible kid in um school and um middle school. I was terrible. So I did not you, care about my grades. I didn't care about nothing. Yeah, I kind of had that thing too. Who do you think was the worst kid in middle school? You or me? You said in in my, middle school. Obviously, I know they were years apart, but um, who do you think if we had to say? It probably was a tie. So I got asked to leave uh, the West Monroe Junior High in eighth grade because I got caught receiving some sort of oral pleasure in the girls' bath. Yeah, I, I'm not proud of myself. Look, I tell you, I know, I know you said I know I'm not proud of myself. Hey, that's I'm middle school. You. Once All you right. get through with yours, I'm going to tell you what. Yeah, I was similar. In, dude, no, I can't wait to hear this then. So I just, I, you know, so I had this quote unquote girlfriend who worked in resource class. And that's when she would work in the office. And I had no idea, but she, I was all of a sudden, this, this <laughs> teacher goes, they need you in the office. And I walk right outside the door and there's my girlfriend there. And, and she was like, come on. And, and we go in the bathroom and it was like, <laughs> what are we, why aren't we doing in the eighth grade? This is crazy. And, uh, the four feet in the stall kind of gave it away when the English teacher walked in and yeah, it was not a good deal. 
You know, though, to this day, something that bothered me, and we'll we'll get to yours, but I got expelled. I got expelled. I won't say her name because I never would do that. She got detention and like a week suspension. Do you understand how frustrated I was about that? Like, I didn't... For- I would never like. Why did I? Yeah, it's something. I'm pissed off about it to this day. Like, how was it not good for her? Was good for me? I mean, but anyway, it's something similar. Exactly the same thing happened. It wasn't with me, but okay. So what happened? Are you want me to tell you without using names because we don't want to, you know, with um, with talking about um something very similar? Yeah, or my middle school. Which one you want first? I don't. Let's do your middle school first. Oh, so how bad? I mean, were you just like so? Um, I went to. I went to like a better middle school for like sixth to eighth grade, mm-hmm. but um, we moved, so I had to transfer schools. Middle of eighth grade, okay, eighth grade. So um, I used I gave the teacher trouble. I gave like I you gave just gave people she just gave them shit. I See, I was that way too. Like I was constantly just constantly running my mouth, just snide comments. But yes. I, but I was, and my wife will tell you too. I, like I was cute as hell and that's what got me not getting murdered by teachers was the fact that i was just somewhat you know cute to look i guess you know so i got away with it a little more oh yes i got away with it yeah i was gonna say you probably had that same problem like man this good looking kid leave me alone before i slap you Uh, so i used to um the teacher used to say you do this no i used to try to talk back to him slam doors and i just used to do everything so this one particular time um i had got suspended i had just got back to school um my dad was like if you get suspended again we're gonna have some problems yeah it's basically like that that sounds aka for it's your ass yes <laughs> so yeah. so it was this one week it was the week before christmas break mm-hmm. i definitely got suspended again oh but let me tell you i i, I was so scared to go home and tell my dad I uh like, i would have been too i'm scared to even hear you talk about telling your dad right now I'm just i like, literally sure. went back to school this the day i went back got suspended i didn't go to tell my dad because i was suspended for like three days mm-hmm. then you know christmas break then we go back to school right well what i thought it was a good idea i was like you know what i'm i'm gonna play, i'm trying to play sick that didn't work that my dad did. was like it i think it almost worked it almost but it didn't work but it did my work. dad was like y'all, y'all only got a few days y'all finna be out of school i was like shit so i get to school dad i may die if I, you no, were trying anything my first hour but this is what they did you know they make a list of people who are suspended that's right i remember they kind of did the same thing when we were they yeah. gave them to you know to all the teachers but hey this person's supposed to be suspended but they didn't put the referral the write-up they didn't put it in the system so i was like okay good they didn't put them in the system well um first uh, so first hour i had pe right the gym i had pe so she um my, it was a woman and a man the pe teachers that was real 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 chill that was like don't you supposed to be suspended i was like i do it was like yeah you on here but I don't, I don't know why you're not in the system but yeah you on this paper i was like oh i didn't even know it was like well i won't snitch on you you just stay you just stay hidden and i won't say nothing i was like okay cool so, you know, once first hour come, I was like, should I go to my second hour class? I was like, you know what? No, nah, I'm not going to go. So I'm up here walking around the school. And listen, the assistant principal, the one that suspended me, I saw him. But he was like rear, rear, rear close from seeing me. So I was like, oh, I got I to do something quick. I got to do something quick. 
So I tried to go in the bathroom. The bathroom was locked. So I saw another bathroom and it happens to be the girl's bathroom. Alrighty. And I'm thinking that's a good idea. I was like, all right, no, no, this bathroom really don't have a lot of traffic in it. It got this one style in here. So I said, yeah, I, the- you may not even see anybody. So I said, let me go in the girl's bathroom. I stayed in there. I got away with it for like four hours. Four, Damn. Four, four hours. This is how it happened. These girls. Was That's like, a long time to stay in These girls mean, got in the bathroom. I don't nervous wreck the whole time probably, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So these girls got in the bathroom. They didn't get in the bathroom. They used the bathroom. They was in there. You know how girls is. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to get in the mirror. Take yeah. my pictures, get, my selfies. Yeah. No, yeah. Me, I'm, not, I'm not looking yeah. at that. That bitch, Teresa. Did you see that outfit she had on? I'm going to slap that bitch. Yeah, oh, hey, yeah. Teresa, baby. You look good. Yeah, that's <laughs> right? how it was. So, so they stayed in there for about a good 10 minutes. And then it was like. Somebody in the bathroom uh, And then they go Oh there's a dude So I was like bro I was like I don't know if I come out because Y'all ain't doing nothing Why you gotta tell on me So I said because It's the middle of A lunch shift If I come out Everybody gonna see me Oh my god like, So this not a good idea It's like coming out With your pants down In a way Like great So These two dudes Came in there And it was like Bro Get out the bathroom They going to tell They going to snitch Hey, get out the bathroom right now. I'm telling you, get out. I was like, there's a lot of people. They was like, don't worry about that. Don't get worry, out get the, the bathroom. bathroom. Yeah. Me, I'm in eighth grade. I'm like, I'm being stupid. I was like, I ain't worrying about that. So <laughs> so um, they came. The principal, it was the principal and the police officer they had at the school, the one that worked there. Like a re- resource officer. Kind yes. of guy. Okay. And they yep. came. Uh, um, And then she came. They kept... I didn't want them to get my phone. I mean, I didn't have that in there. I just didn't want them to get my phone. So well, she, right, right. She put me in handcuffs. So we get to the little office. I guess God was on my side because handcuffs. Yes, it was so. <laughs> what I, I was so embarrassed. Damn. Like a lot of people, it was the middle of lunch shift, sixth grade to seventh graders. I'm glad it wasn't the people in my grade because I was already getting bullied from them anyway. I was getting bullied <laughs> because I, you know, I originally went there, so they don't know me. So, I'm still laughing, picturing you in handcuffs. Like I don't know why I'm in handcuffs, but okay. So it, they all see me. They all see me. Mm-hmm. Um, all the people see me, and it was like, oh my god, oh my god, whispering. So this is I found that God people was, looking at you, point, go look at Jay's dumb ass. Oh, they didn't know me. I'm glad they <laughs> didn't know me. Right. But I'm glad that um I guess God was on my side because when I got up in the office, she looked at my name. She she noticed my last name. And she noticed my mama name, and she was like, wait a minute. She was like, me and your grandma are best friends. Uh, I was like, y'all best friends. Oh. I, I was like, I don't know what this is supposed to be good. I don't know what's supposed to be bad. Yeah, I don't Yeah, right. Where's this taking me? <laughs> both because she, pro- i probably get out of this, and but my get, grandma going to know about yeah, it. Yeah, she's going to pick a switch and a that's, tree to beat you. <laughs> I don't know how she kept this hidden. She knew my dad, too, so that's good. So my dad came up to the school, and he was like, um... I mean, she called him. Obviously, you know, he found out I was suspended. So this is what she. Well, this day got shitty for you fast. So this is what she told the um, assistant principal. She said, "You got two choices." She, but because she was telling me, she said, "I know y'all, so I'm gonna t- I'm gonna try to get him not to press charges." Right. So he came there. He was like, "You got." He was like, "Eve, it's up to you. You want to press charges, or you just want to give him more days suspension?" He was like, "I just give him more days suspension." It's, oh my god! You you know you're accidentally giving me. The most beautiful segue. Do you know what I mean by segue? Mm. Into another topic. Sometimes you have to either find a word that, oh, speaking of that word and get into something else. But you just gave that you, it's like you've been doing radio for years or something because you gave this away. This is my first time. Why would you have, I'm just curious, what would the press in charges charge have been? Like, what would it have been? 
Well, it is it being be, in the girls' in the girls' bathroom? That and trespassing because I went to. You were to supposed be to be at school. While I'm suspended, so okay. I forgot what they would call that. The bathroom. So how long ago was this? This was okay. So this is 2023. All right. This is this had to have been 2015 going into 2016. Okay. So okay. almost 10 years ago. So like eight years ago. Gotcha. All right. So let's say for for just. Ease of math, right? We're just going to say it was 2016 and just, okay. Yeah, because it was basically 2016. Okay. Does it surprise you that you just told me that story? And in that story, you said that there was an issue with you, a male, being in the girl's bathroom. Does it surprise you that you have people fighting to let that happen now? See, back then, um, first of all, that wasn't even a thought of, I mean, it wasn't even a thought like. It just wasn't. It, 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 it just never came up. So I, mean, I want to tell y'all how that him and I have never, we have never talked about this, have we? No. Never. So I bring it up. And what he just said right there is how many times have I said, how weird is it that we all shared this same opinion like 30 minutes ago? And now all of a sudden, if you have this opinion, you're a horrible person. But it was so, I just think it's just fitting that you said, like, this was never talked about. Never. We never talked about. I mean, because we always knew. I mean, they never really had to say, boys aren't supposed to be in the bathroom with girls. Because we basically already knew it. Like, I knew that I wasn't supposed to be in there. But, you know, I just thought that nobody was going to come in. Right. So what I so basically um now I'm I'm sure if that would have happened I could have easily said oh identify as a woman I'm just <laughs> been changed over wait but, before y'all get the handcuffs out I need to tell y'all <laughs> yeah my name is Jacqueline and uh, Jaqueline uh, Jaqueline Jaqueline yeah so uh, so we're on the subject I need to ask uh, so that the 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 transgender movement within children is a hill that I will die on. I don't care what you do as an adult. Although, although, I care if you harm people. If you're hurting children, if you are raping women, I care, obviously. But, but, if you decide at 21 that you want to have a top surgery and you want to be called Glenda or whatever, I'm serious. Like, I don't, okay, I wish you wouldn't because I'm afraid you may change your mind, but, but, okay, that, like, you old enough. God bless you. Yes. I Praying for you. But with children, it's not, this is not a game people are playing, and it scares me, Jay. It really scares me. And what really scares me is you just said out of your own mouth, like, seven years ago, this was not even a blurb on the radar. It was, we ain't nobody talking about that. And now nobody. this. Is it, how it is it? Taught, it go ahead, sorry. In, it wasn't taught in school. I never heard about it. Never. Like, mm -hmm. nothing. Just wasn't a thought. Now, how do you, so, so, obviously. With this podcast, do not ever feel like you got to agree with me to agree with me. Tell me, when I say that with, with the, the children and the keep it away from children, you don't indoctrinate children. You don't do this. Like, it, it, I mean it. I, you're a very intelligent guy, so I'll listen. Am I a bad person for saying that? No, no, no. Everything you're saying, I think it's... Um... It just seems like it shouldn't even, that shouldn't be political. Like, this just seems like this should be just, all right, look, do what you want to do, but let's all agree. 
let's leave kids out of this. Yes, kids, because you got to, first of all, they have to be old enough to understand that this is what they want to do. The Not ramifications of these basically actions. Basically pushing it on them. Right. Because if they be like seven years old, hey, I want to be a girl. Right? Yeah. I want to be a boy. No, you don't know you, that yet. You, yeah. You um, I think parents should have a conversation with their kids about you know, like hang tight. Let's see how you feel later. <laughs> what like, like we let's come back to this when you like at least a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about it a few years. See how you feel. We're because not saying we're gonna do anything, but we'll revisit it. The brain yeah, is the brain is still developing even twenty five. It's yeah, it's still developing. It don't stop developing. You have to make sure that you actually want to right. do it because once you change. I mean, you could go back, but it's going to be very painful. Oh, yeah. And, and, and there's sometimes no reversing some of the things. Like I saw an interview the other day with a young lady who it, it, it true. I'm, I'm not kidding. My wife is sitting in here and, and I'm watching. I'm sitting right here in this chair. Okay. Cause I sit here a lot. And, and Mary is sitting right there on the couch and I'm watching so intently. And Mary would tell me later, she said, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it. She said, because I was watch, I was listening to it, but watching you. And she said, you could just see, like, the t- it's tough being a kid. It's tough. It is. It's tough being a girl, a boy, whatever. But, but we know girls are mean. And when you're a girl and you don't fit in and you don't belong and you don't know what to do, and then you come up with this idea that you want to be a boy and they start giving you testosterone and this, this girl said, nobody explained to her. Nobody. She was a virgin. Nobody explained to her this urge of sexualness that she would feel by taking testosterone. Like, and I never thought about it till the girl said it. I was like, oh my God, I take testosterone injections weekly because when I got about 44 or so, it started getting low. And I noticed we're men. I don't mean like it wasn't an erection thing. That wasn't the problem. It was like a drive thing. Like uh, my wife could be laying in bed naked with Kate Winslet from Titanic. And I'd be like, this, I'm just tired. Just give me. Yeah. But once I started getting the testosterone, I mean, it was just, I mean, a matter of hours. I got it. We're at the restaurant. First injection. I get it. I go back to the restaurant. I'm working. Five hours later, I messaged her and I was like, uh, meet me at home, ASAP, <laughs> like get, get shit ready. It, nobody, and I never thought of that. Nobody ever told that poor girl that Jay. So you've got this 17 year old, 16 when she started, she's a virgin. They are pumping her with testosterone, pumping her. And about two weeks in, she started having this overwhelming urge to have sex. And she didn't know what to do. And I don't blame her. I mean, no, that in and of itself is just crazy. But now her voice is very deep and she cannot, it's not going to change. Oh, no, that's not gonna She's change. losing hair. She is developing a male pattern bald spot on top of it. She's 21. She's your age. Nobody, I mean, so yes, she's still a woman. Yes, she likes men. But as she said, what man's going to come near me? What what man's going to be attracted? You know, and that is terrible. 
that means she changed her mind after she it's actually terrible. was educated on it. Was they somebody should have educated her from the beginning? Right, but when we do, no, nah, I'm not we, but but I, I, somebody I that I would in general, society. Right, right. In general. Sometimes when you talk about doing that, it's it's well, you mind your own business, and 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 you know, uh, we know what's best for, and it's just like this is insane. It's a hill that I will die on. I I have grandchildren. <clears throat> excuse me. I have grandchildren, and I don't want uh, my grandson to pick up a girl's toy at school and all of a sudden miss second grade teacher go, can we order a dick saw for him? Like, no, whoa, whoa, stop, guys. Hold up. Why don't we just, he's okay. Like, it's crazy, Jay, and it it scares me to death. How is it at college? Um, like, about- is this in, so you're at the university. You're at Louisiana Tech. Well, it's a huge, well-known university, like too. Like 13,000 kids there. So. Is, is there a onslaught or a, 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 an increase in trans students? I mean, are you noticing a lot of them? It, what, what, how is this topic there? Okay, so I don't know if you know this. You know the people come. Probably out, not. <laughs> I don't know much. You know about. the people come out. Um, you know the the ones that come and protest. You know it's a lot of people come out and protest. Now you you see them then, like you see a lot of them trans people come out then. So I don't I don't so I'm not familiar. So do y'all have protests on campus regularly? It's like from um I don't know what they call them, but they just have this long um it's be like I guess Christian people. Okay. It's, okay. They all come. It, no, it don't be people that go to university. It be like older people. Um, they just come. They come like three, four times a year. I remember the first time I seen them, and they just have up these long signs. If you don't do this, you're going to hell. See, and I disagree with that. Yeah. So, and then a lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of trans people, come out on purpose. Well, because it's that's a very combative sign. Yeah. They they like it's so. Like, see, uh, you know, people think I'm such this big, you know, all, and I love when they do that. But but no, look, I call myself a Christian. Daily, twice a day, I spend 30 minutes morning with God, 30 minutes night with God. Phone off everything, talking to God. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I know how imperfect I am. I am no one to judge anyone. So I'm not sitting here, although the Bible does say we can call sin out. It does say that. So when I call out sin over people, particularly harming children, it's about harming the children. It's not about me judging necessarily the person. Because who am I to judge? How dare me hang up, uh, hold up a sign that says, you know, if you don't do this, if you sleep with another, if you're a dude and you sleep with a dude, you're going to hell. I don't know what them and God got worked out. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with me. But I'll be damned if that's how I want to approach every day of my life. I'm not going to tell people that because I don't, I just, that's not, that's very combative. And those kind of Christian people are what give real Christians what I call real Christian, a bad name. I'm not going out there being combative like that. No way I would do that. Yeah, it, but they come like a lot. It's like a lot of them. They even have their, it's like their son. He's like real young. They even have him out there. He'd be out there with them. Like like teenager, younger, 10, no, 11? No, he was like, he's in elementary school. Yeah. Like yeah, it, and and I hate that because, uh, you know, uh, it, it, I, I'm one that sometimes think you can catch more flies with honey, I guess. And being able to say, hey, 
is there any way, like, I feel this way about this. Can we just have a conversation? Like, what's wrong with that? You know, whether it be the left or the right, you know, or this you know, Christian fundamentalist right people we're talking about, that, yo, hey, no ifs, ands, or buts. You do this, you're going to hell. I don't want to hear nothing else. Like, that's not, that's not how you have conversations. They even had guys. on there, at least if you play video games, you're going to hell. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. It Lord. Was like a long, everything on there. I was like, what, basically, Lord. I'm guessing I'm going to hell for standing here. Oh, yeah, right, right. Look, see, <laughs> these, so, you know, I, I want to, so I've, I've talked about coming. To Louisiana Tech or or ULM, uh, if the the next time they have a a some sort of you know group of of trans people protesting, but it's not to agree with these far right moronic. You're going to hell if you do. I'm not that. I just want. I wonder if I could truly create a dialogue with people like, hey. Let's just, you and I, let's just sit down. Let's set a timer for 10 minutes. And let's just be kind to one another but talk. Like, that's that's it. I don't want to. That really pisses me off that people get out there and do that. And they give Christians, people that truly, truly, it gives us such a bad name. And then, you know, they just, they don't even have the schedule to come out there. They can just come. Yeah, because, I mean, because it's, it's a First Amendment thing. And I think everybody should be able to express themselves. You know, and I've said this. I don't know how you feel about this, but uh, so again, I love if your opinion differs. Love it. I don't think any speech should be uh, censored. I don't. I don't. If somebody wants to walk out on your campus and hold up a sign that says "I hate honkies," and somebody else holds up another one says "I hate N word," like fine, fine, I I ain't got a problem with that because I like to know who the radicals are like I'm because somebody does that uh society's gonna take care of that like I'm actually for that because there's groups of people that are gonna make sure that guy don't walk and piece of crap like that should I mean shouldn't but but I like to know who the radicals are so I'm like fine if you want to stand out there with a sign like that let's not ban anything because then we know we can point out the crazies and take care of as we're crazy. Uh, Yeah. Right. Let's just get them because there's people that are so in between, like I'm sure where you and I would fall. I I, I just bet we have never had these conversations, but I would bet where you and I would fall where I'm just fine having a conversation. I feel strongly about the way I feel with certain things, but it's not so strong that I'm going to belittle you or ridicule you or talk religion to you from now I'm, I'm a spiritual person, but I'm never going to throw that up to you unless you ask me about it. I'm just not going to do it. And that just really perturbs me that people stand out there and say, you know, you play video games, you're going to hell. You do this, you're going to hell. You, yeah. you know, cause I want to get them a list and go, do you work on Sunday? I want to see if uh, does your wife have uh is your wife cut her hair? Cause Hey, Hey, you can't do that. And you know, I want to see if I can actually find it, um, so we can be some of these off. Oh God, I gotta! Uh, I can't! I can't wait to. So you, while you're looking for it, I'm gonna. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say a word from our sponsor, real quick. Okay. All right. So while you looking for that, all right. Do not forget, guys. Uh, RHTC Incorporated. <laughs> 
quiet please. It is time to listen. A sexy and hysterical genius is about to speak. This is unwavering. Toxic masculinity from the dude's den. RHTC is your leader in crane operating, instruction, uh, signal person, rigor level one, rigor level two, and introducing the new telehandler program. I'm telling you, extend to reach forklift is falling under the guise of the NCCCO now, which means in the next five, six years, you've got to start working on getting your operators credentialed and certified, not just the old two-hour class with the OSHA card. you got to get them through a, a third-party uh, entity like NCCCO. So call us, uh, RHTC. Give them a call. Those guys are great. Ask for Ryan. Ask for CJ. Uh, ask for Carol or Jim. They'll answer the phone. They'll get you hooked up the right people, okay? For all your training needs, give us a buzz. 318-330-9000. Again, 318-330-9000. Or look us up online at rhtcinc.com. Again, rhtcinc.com. So when's the last, do you remember the last protest that, that was had? I think they had one in like, and I can't, I can't even find it. Okay. The next time they come, I'm going to take a picture. No. Oh, I, I want you to now. Yeah. And, but, Since we have each other's number, we're going to yeah, be. As soon as I find it. Because I'm, cause I'm coming up there. Go, I'm going to stand with you. We're going to go up there together. You know what? Honestly, when they come out to the protest, because usually when they come. Yeah. They don't only come one day. They come like two. They Perfect. Come two or three days. So if they come that one day, I'm going to say, hey, they here. So that means yes, nine times man. out of ten, they're going to be at the mark. Because, you know, mm. I have a lot of people's Snapchats. So I will see them on there. Even though if I'm not in the country, I will still text you. I was like, hey, they, they out there. Okay, good, good. So, so uh, I don't want to get off the subject for good? a second. But when do you leave for Kuwait? Well, um, so like starting Thursday, we have our three weeks of training. We come back for one week, which within that one week, I think I can schedule a time to sit with you again. Okay, good, good. I'd love to do that. Yeah, yeah, because I can think I can schedule a time to sit with you. So we have a research guy uh, that uh, – you ever listen to Joe Rogan's podcast? Rogan. No. So Rogan a- has a guy on his podcast. His name's Jamie, and we have like a Jamie. And he sits – and if you and I are talking about something, I can just make eye contact with Joel. And he knows, like, look at it, whatever. He's great. Joel is great. I met Joel through the restaurant. He sat at the bar at my restaurant one time, dog-ass drunk, passed out. And he slept at the bar on Mardi Gras, passed out. So his wife, who was so embarrassed, just sit there, and she was like, I'm so sorry. And obviously, I just got to talk to her a little bit and introduce her to my wife, et cetera. And Joel and I become best friends. Joel is a self-proclaimed uh, uh, libertarian, as he calls himself. And I just, anyway, we fuck with you about that. But Joe is a, you know, from Virginia, lived in Hawaii, liberal. And he pokes fun all the time at the fact that he had to move from Hawaii to Louisiana to get a best friend that was a fucking conservative. And he's like, how did I draw that? You know, but Joe and I are proof of how two people coexist and get along and don't it doesn't it, what it doesn't what's everybody's problem just treat each other with respect you don't yell and scream and freaking just just it's not that hard to do i don't it's think not. it is anyway so 
Did you have a moment in your life where you were like, man, I don't think things are the way that I've always thought they were. Did you have a moment like that? Like, I'm being lied to, or or I'm starting to see things different, or or as some people call it like a red pill moment. Like for me, I the parents I had they were diehard. Now, raised born by my grandmother, but the parents I had were diehard Democrats. Like telling me at 17, hey, don't work if you play your cards right. Government will take care of you the rest of your life. Like shit like that. Yes. And so I didn't know what to do, and my red pill moment sort of came when I went to buy my first house with my wife and ran my credit and I had vehicles repossessed and all this different stuff that my parents had used my social security number and when I was a teenager to try to buy stuff and do stuff. And, and so whatever they were, I was going to be the opposite. Like I wasn't going to be that way. She didn't the government. Oh yeah. Right. Right. So that was kind of my red pill moment. Like, okay, if they're diehard, this, that I'm going to go the opposite way. So somebody like a young black man like yourself, you know, in high school, coming into college, becoming a man of your own. Things have been volatile in this country. If you, if you watch the news, it's every day, you know, black people hate white people, white people hate black people. And I get out there and you and I talk and I'm like, you fuck, y'all are stupid because that's not the way we are. Yeah, because like um, a lot of people be like, oh, um, well, white people does, white people does. I'm like, listen. They're stupid every color. Listen, I was like, you got a good white people, you got a good black people. Absolutely. Bad, you got, you got bad, bad of everything. You got bad Asians, Mexicans, bad like, white people, but. Everybody not the same. Everybody no. not the same. No, and how simple is that mentality? I mean, why is it that that's very difficult to just kind of remember and go, go live your life? And most of the people that's talking. They probably have never even dealt with white or black people, the people that are talking. Well, but that, but you're, you're, I, I do agree with exactly what you're saying. Like they, it, it's. I truly think it is such a lie to stoke fear. I think it's, when you stoke fear, you guarantee votes. I, I do. I think that's what it is. And we talked about the president saying what he said at Howard University. You remember you and I were talking about yes. him saying the biggest problem that that black Americans face is white supremacy and it, I mean you again it doesn't mean because you're a young black man that everything you say is correct but you would know more than I would. You told me that's just factually and that's not the case. Like that's not our biggest fear. We have fears just like everybody else. Taxes, inflation, economy. Is, I mean, right? That's not that. It's that's couldn't be further from the truth, huh? No, no, no. So basically, uh, honestly, honestly, didn't watch. I mean, I saw clips. Of right, that. right. You knew that. Yeah, I saw clips, but I saw that part. Right. No, I don't. I don't agree with him. What he said. So basically, as, he's. Yeah, go ahead, please. I don't even think he deep down believes it. He probably was <laughs> just doing that just to put on the show. You're 100% sure. right, because you remember what the, the next line was. And get the votes. All of those are get the votes. That's what got me was the next line was, you know, this is the biggest problem black Americans face is white supremacy. And I'm not just saying that because I'm at an all-black but, university. Yeah, I like, did hear that part, yes. Dude, that's a dick thing to say, man. That That's a that's a messed up thing to say. He's doing it for the votes. That's 100%. Attention, yeah. attention. So if if you, 
if if you, Jay, had could decide, God came down and said, Jay, it's your time. I'm gonna let you pick the next president. Trump aside, I'm not. I'm not talking about Trump. I'm not talking about Trump or Biden. I, if both of those don't exist for a second, okay, and you were able to kind of, hey, I think this man, woman, would like, let's right here. This is the perfect epitome of president that I'd like to see run this country. Do you have one in mind? Um, it's probably is very controversial. I'll probably go with Kenneth Owens. I love Don't me get me wrong. Candace I, Owens, when man. I first, when I first listened to her, I will admit. So okay, so please take me down this whole this uh tell me the story. Very interested. When, in when I first listened to what she used to be saying, because I mm-hmm. listened to headliners. Right. Because I used to even listen to some of the stuff she had said. I'd be like, um, but this really I was like, Well, she's really um just saying that she don't like black people. Mm-hmm. Even she black I was like, she races against her own kind. Then I was like, wait a minute. I was like, let me let me look a little deeper. She started making sense because she basically trying to put um black people on game, saying that the Democrats they they using um black people because of um they just using them basically trying to see like what am I trying to say? Oh, something they, they racially motivated trying to make sure like saying that the Republicans are racist just so oh hundred percent people won't. Even do they research on a Republican? Oh, it's vote pandering. That's all so this is, right? Right. That's one hundred percent what it is. So you're you're brainwashed, basically. That, okay. Yeah. yeah. Brainwashed. That that's perfect word. Say. That's right. And then some of the stuff that she was saying, because you know, I watched the George Floyd um documentary that she had on. Yeah, um, you and I again, we didn't talk a lot about it, but you asked me if I saw it, and I said I did, and we were both again? like the greatest lie ever sold. Yeah, because it was on Daily Wire. Yep. Because. It was like almost two hours long. I remember it. Yep, I watched it too. And I'm telling you, I left that documentary going. I, I never believed, uh, because when I look, when I look at the three people that started the Black Lives Matter group, uh, all you gotta do is research them. They, I mean, it's not they're admitted socialist, Marxist, communist. Like they're admitted. That's not a lie. There, so I, it's like right there. I don't need to do a lot of research further. But if you just want, if you're like, okay, if I need to, just to make sure, I will. But uh, anybody that is anti-capitalism and anti, you know, anybody that's not equal opportunity, but they want equal outcome, that's not the way things go. It shouldn't be. If you work your ass off to 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 plant and grow tomatoes, and I'm lazy AF. Over here, sleeping in, you know, smoking Lucky Strikes, getting you overweight. And, no and then all of a sudden, yours are just, look how beautiful and robust. And also, well, this is bullshit, man. My mom was, look, I've had stuff. I've had a PT. I got, you know, I, I should be able to get some of hit. No, that's not how that works. You know, you didn't I, put into work. I bet if I would have said, hey, man, yours are looking really good. Can you show me? Can you work with me and help me? You know, you'd have probably went, heck yeah, neighbor. But when I start wanting your stuff because I wasn't good enough or didn't work on enough to do it, that should not be that way. No, no I, I totally agree. And, and, and again, say this several times. We didn't have we've never had this conversation, but something just in your work ethic and what conversation we've had told me that you would probably 100% agree with that like I bet you he's no if I work hard that's mine leave my shit alone oh yeah no if yeah. If, if I work if I genuinely 
had their blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, chores. That's mine. Mm-hmm. But don't try to, if you know you didn't had nothing to do with this, try to claim, I mean, take credit. Claim or, 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 or p- play the pitiful, you know, I don't like that. And, and, and that's exactly what I feel like. I think usually best. It's brainwashing people because once they get scared, they're not going to look at anything under your name. They're not going to like, and it just, I mean, it's such, I've said before, I'm not a Republican. Like I've said time and time again, I'll say it again on this podcast. I am not a Republican. I, I wish we had a group and there was enough of us that I could call myself a constitutional conservative. I love that document right there. I love the Constitution. I love that Bill of Rights. And I believe if we adhere to it, we'll be fine. If we adhere to it and stick to it. But now our government's gotten so out of control. Like there's good both sides, Democrat and Republican. They're, they're, they're spineless. They're cowards. They're so bald. I don't think we'll ever come out of this, Jay. Like I, I, we'll never have a clean government again. Do you think? If we do, um, well, not what's been going on because everything that's going on is going to take a strong person to undo. <sighs> it's going to take a long time. Even a president in four years cannot undo what's been done. What, what basically what they pushing on American? And they mm. wonder why everybody talks about our country. Yeah, it it. it, it isn't it a shame that 20 years ago, people would look at America and go, look at that. Oh, my God, I cannot wait to get there. And literally now, did you see the documentary on Daily Wire, What is a Woman? Did no, you see it? I was going to watch it, but so I did I'm begging you. I, I'll give you my login if you don't have one. I, I want you to watch it because I want us to talk about it. Matt Walsh goes over to Africa and spends a week with these tribes people. And he's telling them about this, the trans stuff, what's going on. Men will be women, women will be men, such as blah, blah. And he's asking these tribes people, there's a translator, and, and he's you know, asking the, the, the head male of this tribe, like, you know, knowing what you know, you know, is, is America somewhere you'd, you'd want to, you know, come hang out? And the translator asks it, the guy's like, just his face is like, hell no, I'm not doing that. And then they ask, they go to the women and Matt has a translator. He's explaining the same thing. And these women are looking at each other like, what are women doing in America? And they're just, they're honestly just snickering going, what? We're a joke because these men and women work hard for each other every day. They love each other. They have God, they have family, they have tradition. It's getting to where I would almost rather be that. Right. Than what right. we've become, Jay. I, I'm I'm scared to death at, at where we are. And it's getting worse. Only worse is not getting better. I know. So, in college, uh, we talked earlier about kind of that that stigma that you know, all these college kids are this, that, and the other. And obviously, you're an outlier. You're an exception to that rule. Do you uh, sitting in your classes, biology? You're a biology major, right? Yes. Not feelings. I'm not talking about feelings. I am talking about just facts. When gender, people say this gender is a social construct. Okay, whatever, whatever. But then I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm hearing now, well, sex is is just, it's just a made up. They're like, wait a minute, it went from gender was a social construct. And now, well, sex can be whatever you want it to be. 
how do we how how do we get out of this? Uh, will it ever be back the way it was again, or are we just headed for decay? What do you think? I personally think, um, it well, you know, trouble don't last always. I think it's possible. That's a good point. That's a good point. I think it's possible for it to um be back where it is. If people will actually get educated on the things that's actually going on. And it's so crazy. You even smirked when you said that because you, I know you had to think, yeah, I guess get educated on basic biology Science? and moral Science? and just even standards. It's not about having, look, if you don't believe in God, you do, that's fine, dude. That, but good, bad, God, no God, whatever. Let's can If we could just all go. We're going to leave kids alone. We're not giving them puberty by. We're not doing this, that, and the other. I'm a, that's a hill I'll, I'll, I'll be quiet on now. I'm fine. I don't like the idea of, of, of indoctrinating children. I don't like children at a sex show of straight, gay, drag, any. I don't like them at public festivals out there when people are twerking and their asses hanging out. I, I just don't think that's right. Why is it wrong of me? First of all, when I was in um elementary um school, elementary middle school, mm-hmm. we didn't even go to like no public festivals, parades. What we did was we went to the zoo. <laughs> we went to the but zoo. You're the right. Eat. That's all we had too. And it was a shitty zoo, the one we had. Right. <laughs> nice parts. Like yeah. Maybe a part's like probably two hours away. Yeah. We feel like we think we in a whole new world right. are maybe go watch a movie and it was like um Alvin and Chipmunks or something. Mm-hmm. Not even no bad moving. No cussing. Cause when the teacher used to cuss back, like, you know, sometimes it may just slip out. You'd be like, Ooh. Oh, you're right. Right. Now it's they normalize it. It's, mm-hmm. it's normal. So when you said something earlier about uh your attitude when excuse me, when you were in seventh, eighth grade and how in your mind, you know, you were being a smart butt and slamming doors. But I'm watching a video the other day. Of a girl, a young lady, I use that term loosely, gets her phone taken. Oh, I saw it when she beat up that teacher. What the hell? I saw um, that. What? And then the teacher, she had to go to the hospital. I saw that. I mean. Over I, look, a phone. Over a phone. And you, if it, the rules don't have it in class, then don't. Because listen. Don't I have it in t- class, guys. I had a teacher in high Just, school. His name was Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson, if you be on your phone, he's going to take it. So. Yeah, you knew that going in. I already know. I'd be like, I'm going to try to be sneaky. If he if he see me, oh, well, I just gave yeah. him. He'd be like, phone. Yeah, it's just shit here. Give him the phone. Yeah. I didn't argue with him because no. Mr. Johnson, at the, once the bell That's rings, the rule. He gave you your phone back. Mm-hmm. He didn't turn it in. Yeah. He said, if you argue with him, then that's when he's going to turn it in. What would your father have done? If I'm just wondering. What would your father have done if he gets a call from school that you got up in teacher's face and threw a punch at him? And like, Do you think, I don't know, but do you think your dad would have been like, I'm on my way. I'm finna get it. Yeah, your dad. What would he, he have done? He would have been on his way, <laughs> but not for what what you think he would have been on his way for. He would have been like, he would have said, said, "Hold on." He would have hung up the phone. No, no, no. Because first of all, my story is not going to sound like that. My right, right. I figured like, not. But oh, this teacher, this teacher, um, he he hit me, da da da, <laughs> and he was on my way. He would have came up there all riled up, found out the truth, and then he would have got even madder because I lied. <laughs> Right? No. I mean, he would protect you if needed protected, but when he find out, you just tell him he shit wrong, 
Now you gonna like, get you gonna get your butt. One yeah. time in middle school, um, it's this one teacher. His name is Mr. Willis. Um, me and Mr. Willis, we had our differences. That's like, my wife's maiden name too. Oh. All right, so um, his name was oh. Mr. Willis. I used to get that man in trouble. Yeah, I used to. We used to be. Um, we used to be neck and neck with each other. I used to get him in trouble. <laughs> so um. And you're smiling about it too. That's what's so evil. Used, like, yeah, to, I used to do shit. On I that. did. He, I didn't like him, so uh, I used to be. He probably didn't like us. you either, huh? He did. Yeah. So what I did was, um, I called my dad. I mean, when I got home and told my dad, I was like, "Hey, Mr. Willis is always messing with me. He's always picking with me and stuff." So my dad went up there. He went off on Mr. Willis, and then, um, just to find out, that's awesome. Just to find out, I lied. Oh, I bet he had and the I got smoking rhythm. At school, I got in trouble. My dad whooped me at school. Yeah. So, all right, you're 21, almost 22. You're military, uh, National Guard. You're major in biology. You from a, a, a I, I say broken family as the term. I, not that anything was wrong with your family. You know what I mean? A divorced. Family. I, I know what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I want to repeat that one more time. So. You're 22. You're uh, uh, healthy. Black male in college, Louisiana Tech, uh, in the military. Uh, uh, crazy 88 is your what was it? What the fuck was it? 88 Mike. 88, 88 Mike. So truck driver in transport. Uh, <clears throat> uh, from a home that had divorced parents. Uh, you were the you were the typical teen in middle school, always trying to get in trouble, being smart ass, right, right. And yet, it does not look at all. And I'm not, I'm not. If I'm wrong, tell me. But it doesn't look at all that America is this systematically racist place that's wanting to make sure that you don't succeed. That it looks to me like. You were going to kick this life's ass and collect Benjamins the whole way. What would you, so I mean this, if you had a minute or two to tell young men, but specifically, man, young black men that think that this is just this evil inherent place. Like if you were sitting right here and you had 10 or eight of them in the room, like what would you say to them? I would say, um, all the time, everything um, it may not be racism, mm-hmm. like um, because like I can say ever since I've been at Tech, I have never um experienced racism like with a professor or not even with um you know people that go there. Really, I, re- I really, dude, maybe once or so, twice, but as a joke. How long you been going there? It's been three years now. So if you're going there three years and you experience what I'm assuming, do not. I mean, stop me if I'm wrong. You've experienced what sounds like a small snippet of race because it wasn't nothing that you would just think, all right, we got to do something about this. Because if I have, I would have transferred. You, you, you would stand up for yourself. You would make sure it was known that this evil, disgusting person, and they do. They don't, we don't need these people in society. We don't need people that look at you because uh, you're black and scared or this or that or, 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 or think that you're not smart enough to do it the same way. as like, that's, f- I'm not going to say the word. 
I got to work on that. That is I, so I know, freaked up. You see, man. I know that's so say. freaked up. No, honestly, I have had to tell a young man that. I've had um white white people help me with my work, like in my class, and I have helped white. people. Well, of course you have, because you're a good person. You don't care. I because I don't care what color it is. Like, it, you'll help a good person. It, it happens. Most of my friends are white, but it's it's really not. It's not on. It's not intentionally. No, it's not intentionally. I don't. I because if, it, none of that matters. You oh, just yeah, I don't, hook I up don't with care. people you hook up with. Whatever. Yeah, I, I I don't care. I really I don't like. I don't really see color. I don't. Dude, you are an absolute. I'm telling you. I'm not just saying this. You are a breath of fresh air, man. I'm telling you, brother. White men, black men, doesn't matter. Young men need someone like you to look up to. I'm telling you. I think whatever you're gonna do, you are gonna do amazing at it. And Thank one you. thing I would do. One thing I would do, the only advice I would give you, because I, you are way leaps and bounds ahead of where I was at your age, but I would, I would just get involved with some younger people because your charisma and story, you can inspire them right now. Like as they're coming through high school and and they you listen what's to funny? CNN and MSNBC, they listen to that stuff and they think well, the world's out to get me, and you can show them otherwise. What 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 were you saying? I'm glad Tom? you said that. Um, like um high schools, um people in high school, I have like. I know a lot of people. It's funny, and most of them look up to me. I don't know why. I well, never understood why. Well, because well, you know why? Because you're humble. You don't think about why. You don't need to hunt for the reasons why. You're not looking to be complimented. You're just looking to be a good person. I try because I have helped um high schoolers with their um that's homework, dude. You need to do. I'm telling you, young people yeah. need to listen to you. You're one of those. I think it would be fantastic. A commencement address at a high school would be fantastic for you. But also, going into smaller groups, going into like individual classrooms and talking to 15, 20 students at a time would be very good for you. So you could really sit down in front of these young men. And again, black and white, doesn't matter. And women as well. But nobody's out to get you. Because a lot of people don't know this. I actually went to a black high school. I had well, uh, uh, Southwood. Southwood. Yeah. Was 75% black, 25% white. So I went to a uh, school here uh, in Washington Parish, junior high. I mean, I'm junior high. Uh, elementary school at a school called Clara Hall. When I went to Clara Hall, this is not a joke. I'm not exaggerating this. There were 510 students, I think. 12 of them were white. We were we were at that school. We were the minority. We had the same problems at school that all white schools with 12 black kids have. It's the same problem. You had your typical idiot, ridiculous kids. Had nothing to necessarily do with their color. It was a culture thing. White kids, same way. Their culture... Gets them in the shit they get them into. That's why they'd be, uh, you got like the, 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 the family that's on Netflix and Hulu right now. The dad just got, try, uh, Murdoch, the Murdoch family. They're cuckoo. It's a culture of just greed and evil and the, and, and it's not a color thing. It's just people are raised in cultures. People raised different. Yes. That, 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 I mean, you're, you're a black man. Your culture and upbringing was different than others because people like one time, um, somebody well, she was white, she was older, she was like, Your family must have, you know, got college degrees and 
Um, you know, this, that. I, I was like, like your impression. I was like, uh, no, <laughs> no. I was like, well, how are you? So, um, you know, you sound like you're smart and, you know, because I worked my ass off and I was like, well, <laughs> well, mom, they definitely did not go to college. Well, my mom went, but she didn't finish. Right. My dad, my dad never went. Yeah. I dropped out of high school. Oh, see, I, uh, see, I never would have known. I, and I've had, and that's one thing I've had. I've had more people throughout my life say, uh, where'd you go to college and what was your degree in? And for me to go, I didn't. I, I, uh, I, 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 there's no excuse. I mean, I'm not, there, I don't have an excuse to give you other than just, I was just, I'm going to quit. And I did. And it was like, what, what, what the hell am I doing? But I am currently, as we speak, uh, working through a online program and studying for my GED because I'm like I'm gonna get this. I'm not gonna not do it. I, mean, I respect. Uh, I'm not I gonna have it. my grandchildren find out that you know uh, they can find out that I made a mistake, but I need to show them that I was man enough to go back and complete. I don't want them to not see that. Oh no, no, I totally respect that right yeah. there. So I'm working. So I may be calling your ass. I didn't even think about that. That was sitting there. I may be calling you up one day. And go, hey. Can you help me with this math? Oh, yes. I, I definitely help. You I are my man. And, and the steak was good. Up. Did you get a good steak tonight? Oh, yeah. It was good. It was good. So, yeah. If you help me with math, I'll cook you two, three, four, eight. Six. You want a T-bone next time? I don't care. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll help you. I, like, so, I so, like math. So, what would you tell, though? We, we didn't really get to that. What would you say to a, a young man, whether it be young black man, white man, but but no, right now, let's be selfish. What would you say to a young black man that thinks – Man, everybody's out to get them, and they're going to just face racism all the time. What would you say? you not. I mean, maybe in some moments, but it's not as common as um, people may make it out to um, be. Just okay. tell them reality. Like, please don't believe that. Yeah, because, like, if you don't get your way, don't be like, oh, it's because I'm black. No. Uh, you know. Not all the time, it's really not. You knew where I was going. Uh, so sometimes you may you may read uh, in the newspaper. You may read uh a black man, homeless, he walks up and he shot a white homeless man. That doesn't mean he was racist. No. That don't mean that man was racist. It just means he went crazy and shot somebody. It, 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 nothing may not have anything to do with race. Now, if it does, it does. But this all the time, just putting race to everything is like, you can't stop. Just Sometimes people do bad things, and they're not paying attention who they're doing it to. They're just doing it. Yeah, because like I worked at this um apartment complex. This was last year. These kids came in. Um, they had a party. It was Gremlin, but that's but that's not. I don't right. know. I'm not saying it was Gremlin because everybody out there was black. No, I right. Just, You're, yeah. I just know it was Gremlin because I mean I see people with Gremlin T-shirts, and I mean I just saw it. Right. So this one girl left a speaker. So the next day. Um, she called for the speaker. I was like, "Yes, you're just gonna have to show ID and stuff, and I'll give it to you." She was like, "Well, I'm not gonna do it because white people just white." People. I was uh, like, "Well, let me tell you." I was like, "I'm sorry, I'm not white." I said, "I'm not white." She was like, "Wait, so so." She came in there trying to fight my manager. She said, oh, "You racist God. white bitch," and um, I'm like, "I'm um, well, who are you racist? talking to?" I was like, "How is she?" I'm like, "How is she racist?" Um, how? Those are that's the policy, right? That's like just say you don't want black people in your pool. I was like, uh, y'all don't stay here. I was like, if you live there, that's different. You do not live here. Like that's like, like um, it's apartment complex. I'm gonna ask you. Sure. Say if you coming into an apartment complex. I mean, you don't live at the apartment complex, right? 
but you want to host your party at that apartment complex, but you don't live there. Yes. Who's in a room? You in a room or apartment complex? Me, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Unless I've made arrangements and paid or something and there's been special circumstances. No, I'm wrong. I don't just walk up and use the pool at somebody's apartment complex that I'll pay rent at. No. no. Nobody's racist for stopping me. If the black landlord or owner is saying, you cannot come in here and do this, he's not racist. He's just enforcing the rule. That's that's the rules. And now like, she made a big deal out of that. Or like say if um somebody don't pay their rent, like this one dude, right? Know, I won't say no name. Generally, you get evicted. <laughs> he was five thousand dollars behind. Ooh, damn. Come on, even that's a that's a lot. We that's a lot. lot yeah. Five thousand dollars behind. Put him out first time he claimed. Oh, profiling him because he's uh, black. I'm like you're five thousand dollars behind on your rent. But you know the the crazy thing is how many people don't. Take a second. To think. They just hear. They hear. They kick me out because I because I'm black, and they just run with it. Well, you got to think about what you did. And it's like, man, people don't stop to think for themselves and do some. And and, and so, r- real quick, one last question: Your family, how uh, uh, for you? Who I'm not. I wouldn't. I don't. I wouldn't label you anything because you're your own man. But if I was talking to you and you said, guess you know, what I would be labeled, I, I, I would feel you're more libertarian conservative. I may be totally wrong. But anyway, how's your family with that? Like that, that this side of you that is, that, you know, it, are they the same way? Are they different? Were they like, oh, this is. Well, my dad, he's really not political, but I okay. think he's more um because he has, a, even when Trump oh. and Biden was running, yeah, he said he would much rather Trump because we know what we get in with him. 100%. Yep. And you know, he's so right. Like, Trump's been brash and inappropriate his whole life. He was like, we don't we know, know what that. we're getting with Joe Biden. He yes. Said, we don't. And then, um, but my, my grandma, like all of my grandmas, they're all liberal. One grandma, you know, she actually has a degree. It's Frisco, Texas, where she mm-hmm. lives. And she basically, she's Democrat. And a hard down Joe Biden. How does she? Uh, how does she take your your red pill movement? Kind You've of. You've been around the white people. <laughs> That's her. Yeah, yeah, but Granny, it's gonna happen from time to time. We all gonna be around each other. You've been around the white people, but she did. Is that, that's a that's a good voice. I haven't heard but, Granny no, talk, but that's that, pretty good. That's how she talked. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what. But no, she did say she experienced some racism, which I think that was racism. Uh, what she experienced. Back then, oh uh, uh, hell yes! Because she told me, uh, yeah. She I mean, did. she's like sixty, but she told me fresh out of college. Still, she yes, she experienced something. Absolutely. She just was saying one time she was supposed to work at this hotel. She, you know, she got the accounting degree, mm-hmm. and somebody else, the white girl, came in there with that accounting degree. Right. They gave her the job, but they told my grandma to be a housekeeper. Yep. See, I that, was like, now that probably was that. That again, we're not there, but on the onset, it's like. That may have been racist right there. That may that have been was. a, yeah, 100%. Like, I would, I don't deny that at all. So that I'm was. glad you brought that up because there are people that truly have experienced that stuff. That was, but some stuff that people basically said, right. Oh, I can't get no job. They didn't hire me because right. I'm black. No, that may necessarily not be the case. And what it does is it takes away from the people that are actually experiencing, whether it be black on white or white on black or whatever, you know, and then that term reverse racism, I, I hate when people use that, like, what, what is that? Well, that's when black people are racist, white people. 
That's not reverse racism. That's racism. Why are we calling it? Wait, what's the phrase? Oh, I can't be racist. I'm black. Yeah, yeah, right. I I know. I I know. And then white people are bad about this. Like uh, the minute they get put in an uncomfortable situation, they'll go, "I I got black friends." Bitch, who asked you that? Boy, that's odd. Like, why? Why why are you bringing that up? You idiot. Sometimes, man. So, but no, me. I don't have like. (laughs) I don't have a racist bone in. I don't. I and and I don't. I I promise you. I'm someone that uh, uh, I I was later in life developed this my relationship with God. I didn't get baptized until I was forty. Uh, my wife and I lost a son. Uh, let, let me tell you that. So I had a relationship with God earlier in life, but I lost a son. We um, there's this footprint right there on my arm, and uh, after that, uh, she was pregnant ten more times after he died. After she gave birth to him, and he died. Ten more times after that, miscarried every time. I got to a point to where I was so angry at God. I was so angry at the situation I was being dealt. I was so mad that when people would see it and feel it and go, man, let me pray for you a second, I would go, get that shit out of here. There is no God. You're not going to talk that stuff in my house. Like, I was, oh my God, I was... So when I finally, my moment of, of clarity, when it hit me, like I'm not doing right, is when my daughter had our grandson and he's just learning to walk and she makes the comment, I'm so glad I have a dad that's going to show my little man what life, what life should be about, you know, God, family, and country. And, and when she said that, it was like, you kicked me in the balls it like it took my breath away from me and I thought what example am I setting because I went through some tough things like I and I put my food down stayed in the kitchen put my food down and ran out of the house got in my truck and was like I got I knew I was having a nervous breakdown but it all boiled down to for me not for I know but for me it was I've I've got to have God save me right now. Right now. That moment today, I've got to have this happen. And it changed my existence. It changed my marriage. It changed uh, how I feel as a leader, as a, as a family man. It absolutely changed it. And I can't say enough how special that relationship with God, how it made me love and do things that it's not that I never thought well yeah I really never thought of doing it but I'd got to where I I would so we'd go to the south side of Monroe and we would volunteer we there are people that every day you could drive down there drive around down there long enough there are people trying to replace windows trying to get a car started trying to old people that and so what we would do with church is we'd go down there and we would just jump in what do y'all need? What do we do? You know, and and I found myself getting down there, and me and me and Miss Sims, this black lady on the south side of Monroe, I have stood by her. We have swept, we have mopped, we have dusted her home. I've gotten her laundry out because she's older and can't bend over, you know. And I have found that I just love people. 
I just want to help people because we're all God's children, every one of us. And there are black people that are hateful. There are white people that are assholes and hateful. And it's got nothing to do with a race altogether. Some people may be not like me because I'm white. Some people may not be black. I ain't got time for them. I ain't got time for them because the majority of the people I know don't care about that. No. They care about your heart. And so I think we're both on that. That, yes, that, like, that's that's yes. all we care about. I care about your heart. If you're a bad person, it I want nothing to do with you. Black. Right, right. It'd be because you're just an asshole. Or, you know, so, but you are, man, you are an absolute breath of fresh air. I'm telling you, whatever you do in life, you're going to be amazing at it. You are. Thank you. The uh, world needs more, and I'm not even going to say young men, you know, just the world needs more men like you. You have, uh, you you give me hope when I look around for my grandson that's six, you know, and my other little grandson that uh, 16 months, you know, but, but the grandson that's six, man, he would just eat you up. And what an example you would be for a young child like that, brother. Whatever you do, don't stop doing it and don't let anybody get to you. Keep that heart the way it is, man, because we need you. Thank you. We need you, you, brother. Thank you. Uh, You going to come on again in a few weeks? I am. I am. Okay, because I want to do a follow-up, but I really want you to watch What is a Woman so we can together sit here and just have a – I want to do a one-hour episode on you and I breaking it down. I really want to watch it. I want you to see it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. All right, brother. Hey, you've been amazing. I, I appreciate you just coming up to me the other day and just starting a conversation. Man. That was it's before a, I even knew you had a podcast. Yeah, right. You had no, it didn't know. You just Nothing. saw somebody that thought, Hey, I'll talk to this guy. And it, and because I had come on your shirt. That's what it was. Oh, that, oh yeah. My shirt said, uh, make men manly again. Yes. Yep. That's what it was. And you were like, yeah, we need that. And, so uh, your dad, your mom and dad did great brother. Keep it up. You're going to make a great uh, one thing for a good. Okay. Is there a significant other? No. No, that's probably it's a good just, move. <laughs> I've been married 26 years, though. I love oh, that it's, woman. It's, so. just, it's just me. Good. Nobody hey, else. Did, did we ever think anybody would be on this podcast that was this freaking intelligent? Like, no, I don't need that right now. I've got you. Dude, you, whatever you're doing, keep going. Bro. I'm like, I'm like, it'll happen whenever it happens. That's right. Yeah. See, damn, your attitude. I used, to, I used to go looking. I was like, nah, you know what? It'll happen yep. whenever it happens. Dude, that's awesome. God, you're awesome, brother. All right, so I'm going to see you back. We're, before you walk out of this uh, studio and house tonight, we're going to set a date so you can come back. Okay. And uh, we're going to break down what is a woman and see if we can. Uh, and I'm going to do 10, I'm going to do rapid fire questions for you then, like 10 random questions on certain things. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> All right, brother. Hey, uh, guys, thank you so much. Uh, this has been, uh, uh, now I'm going to say 100%. Uh, uh, I'm going to say a dear friend of mine, uh, uh, Jay Whitaker. Uh, he, we met at Louisiana Tech. I'm telling you, what a breath of fresh air. Let your, let your, I, other than the F word or two, and I'm sorry, let, and I'll maybe even edit that out. Uh, let your young teenage sons and daughters listen to this man talk. I'm telling you, uh, if you want to get them excited for the future and what they can do to change the world, it's change them first and that man right there uh, that i've had tonight's living proof start with you and it'll exude out so uh he's been awesome thank you guys for listening don't forget our sponsor rhtc for all your crane operator training rigging level one and two signal person telehandler uh which is extended reach forklift it's gonna be a 
it's a law now. You got a few years. You guys better get them in there. You need a third-party uh, group like the NCCCO. That's where we come in and uh, uh, get all your operators trained up. Give us a call, 318-330-9000. Again, 318-330-9000. Or find us online at rhtcinc.com. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And as we always say, in this room full of God, family, country, you know what it's been. Unwavering, toxic masculinity from the dude's dip.